Hi, everyone. Um, yep. It's not that I forgot that I had this, but um, I've been a busy gal. Started a full-time job, you know? Priorities change is what it is. Um, but with the new Black Widow movie coming out, I thought it'd be perfect timing um, to release an episode that was recorded a while ago um, with Miss Kimberly Mariani. Um, <laughs> and sorry. <laughs> This is hilarious. Um, yes. And she wanted us to talk about toxic masculinity in the Marvel universe. In the Marvel world. And it's one of my favorite conversations I've had on this podcast. So I thought, you know what? Let's revive it. Bring it back for this moment. Um, if you haven't listened to any of my episodes before, this is the one to tune into. Um, that's really all I have to say at the moment. Who knows if I'll bring another episode back. Um, more to come on that, I guess. But I guess, oh, I said that too many times. Um, yeah, we, we, we talked for a while about this, so I, I really had to edit it down. Um, But, I mean, it's still probably going to be a long episode because it was so great. And I want everyone to hear everything we said. So, without further ado, enjoy this conversation on toxic masculinity in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, hold on. I'm going to clap to mark up our audio. Are you ready? Yeah. There you go. Amazing. So, I clap for myself. Congrats. A little later, but... Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. I got my first dose today. Congrats. That's exciting. Yeah. What's running in my veins right now is cold brew. We got a vaccine. And now, Miss White Claw. Mango Claw. I tried the, uh, I got the V3. Mm-hmm. So far, I've tried the uh, strawberry. How it was kind of like raspberry, but like a little bit better. Okay. Because raspberry is not my favorite. So strawberry was definitely better. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah. I want to try the surges, but I'm a little afraid. Yeah. Why? Just go for it. <laughs> True. I'll just Do it. have one and be like, <laughs> So drunk. It's so drunk. Can't even can't even speak. So <laughs> hi everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Do What You Love, Love What You Do. Today <laughs> we have none other than Miss Kimberly Mariani. Thank you. As though. they say. And we're gonna talk about what are we gonna talk about? We're going to talk about masculinity in the Marvel franchise. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We love to Dig hear deep. it. We love mm-hmm. to see it. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to uh, recognize the flaws in what you love. Yes. And we love As Marvel, but... 
This is what Kimmy texted me. She said, We could talk about toxic masculinity in film and TV, and we could talk about Marvel. And then I said, That sounds great. And then <laughs> I said more than that. And she said, We could really focus on Marvel and shred them. <laughs> we, could, we can. We I can. love it. So I will dis dissect its flaws. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And in a franchise where there's so many men, it's, like, it's going to have toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. You know? And, like, I think it would be naive to think that there would be no toxic masculinity involved when you're, like, it's, you know, in a perfect world, there would be no toxic masculinity, but... There is toxic toxic masculinity in the real world, so, I mean, it's almost like, should there be some mm. in the movies? Like, like it refre- think reflects, reflects reality. Exactly. But also, at the same time, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, because if you see it, then you do it. Mm. And if you see these, like, big, strong, powerful men acting a certain way, then, you know, you, you know... Uh, Tom, who lives down the street, who's in middle school and just wants to be cool, is gonna gonna reflect that in his day to day life. So it's like, should there be a little bit, or should there be none at all? Mm. You know, those are, are the questions. Are we, are we gonna dissect that? I mean, I don't think there's an answer to that. I think that's like yeah. a personal preference. Like if it were me, like in a show like Shit's Creek, um, they, you know. Dan Levy has said, like, he intentionally made it so there was no racism, no sexism, no homophobia to show how wonderful society could be if none of these horrible things were involved. Mm. Um, But then there's, like, you know, other shows. We love Ted Lasso. Lily and I love (laughs) Ted Lasso. Lasso. (laughs) And that is one that has things like sexism and uh it talks a lot about masculinity in sports and like addresses mm-hmm. it head on, like head on you know so i think it's just like a preference yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah i'm excited to talk about it me too where should we begin where do you want to where do you want to start <laughs> well where do your notes start um well what honestly what made me start thinking about this which made me want to talk about this is in mm-hmm. uh when I was watching the Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. which has been great and I love it um and I think it has been doing a great job in like dismantling a lot of things but they made a really stupid joke in episode one or two mm-hmm. it is when I think it's no it's episode two when Sam Bucky Sam and Bucky are going to raid that little truck to get all the super super soldier serum Mm -hmm. and they're it's also in the commercials um the who then ends up being one of the characters in the show it's a female and she's like smaller in size and she um like beats up Bucky like like no big deal and Sam says like oh, you just got your ass whooped by that little girl. Mm. And I was like, what? I was, it was like, it was jarring because it's, it's like, it is such a like progressive show. Mm -hmm. And then 
they said that and I was like wait a minute we just took like in a such a subtle way we just took like three steps back yeah and that's what made me like think about this topic in Marvel because like Mm -hmm. if that if they said a joke like that in like Iron Man I would have been like yeah but I was like wait a minute yeah like it is you made this last year yeah it was just like Hmm. That is interesting. It was weird. It was, like, made me think about it. I was like, wait, we just described that fully grown woman who's strong. Just because she's strong, you just got your ass whooped by that little girl. What? So that's what mm. made me start to think about it. Yeah. That is interesting. That totally went over my head. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, like, with this new wave of Marvel, like, um, what is it? Like, even in, like, the new Spider-Man movie, it's, like... MJ, like, Zendaya's character, is, like, so, like, progressive. Like, she's not a damsel in distress. Um, what else has come out? Wanda is, like, strong, like, a strong woman. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> it was just weird. Yeah. Were there things in... Actually, never mind. We'll... Maybe we'll get to that. But what made me think of it... I don't... I can't remember if you sent it to me or... But it's the TikTok that is, like, if you ever watch a woman in a fight scene in a Marvel film, like, she will take down this person using her legs. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, they, like, wrap them around, and then they, like, then they, like, whip their legs around, and then they take them down, which is, like, the first scene. They put in a chokehold. Yes, which you see. A leg chokehold. Yes, you see Natasha do that all the time. That's, like, her Mm -hmm. move, and then Sharon does it in... yeah. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. Yeah, and so after I saw that, and then I saw it in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so true. Mm-hmm. And Sharon herself is so interesting when it comes to, like, her, like, everything around, surrounding her and masculinity. Like, <laughs> I can't, like, when I think of Sharon, this is what I think of. I think of after Peggy's funeral, when she and Steve kiss, which is mm-hmm. weird, but what I specifically think about is after Steve turns around and looks into the car and Sam and Bucky are, like, nodding their heads in approval. And I'm like, what? stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not funny. It's for, like, it was weird. It was, like, out of character. And we're not, like, I'm, we're not talking about sexism in Marvel. We're talking about masculinity in Marvel. So I don't even, like, I don't even get it. Like, Sharon in general, like, just deserves so much better. <laughs> But that's sexism, okay? We're talking about the masculinity. And from that aspect, like, Steve looking back to, like, seek the approval of his friends for, like, kissing a girl. What was that? <laughs> I just think, And he, like, like dated his her aunt. Like, come on. <laughs> and then Steve in general is so interesting when it comes to masculinity. And I think it's because Steve wasn't masculine. Like, in a traditional sense. We should define masculinity. Okay. Or, like, maybe some characteristics that we would um, typically associate with being very being stereotypically masculine. Like, in the Marvel Universe or in general? In general. In general. Okay. I mean, like, off the top of my head, it would be, like, strong. Mm-hmm. Big. Like, stoic. Stoic. Yeah. Or, um, like... Even, like, I can say for myself, like, for, like, what I tend to be attracted to in a man is, like, complete complete and total unwarranted confidence. Like, just, like, so much confidence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, seeping out of them. 
you know, just yeah has yeah that would be that would be one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like Iron Man because he bothers me, and I think it's yes. because the it's because he has that confidence, but then it's yeah. also laced with like sarcasm. But yes, the way he does it, it's not attractive to me. Yeah, I don't know. And I also think like a trait of like toxic masculinity or masculinity in general, who knows, is um, like being intimidating. You know, like you look tough all the time Mm. like no one's gonna mess with you in a bar yeah yeah even if you're not like super like big and muscular like that intimidating like from the bat just from the way you carry yourself you automatically have the power Mm. Mm -hmm. when you look in a room yeah yep so steve doesn't start off with those qualities Mm -hmm. and then one day he gets them, which I think is, like, part of why Steve doesn't necessarily always have all these, like, toxic traits, mm. except, except when he puts his little short stint relationship with Peggy over his friendship with Bucky. Mm. Like, he fights for Bucky throughout, like, multiple movies, and then... At the end, it's very uncharacteristic and, like, I don't know, I guess a little toxic <laughs> that he leaves all of that to be with Peggy instead of, like, accepting, like, strong friendship. He, like, maybe, do you think he, like, feels the need that he has to end up with a woman? Mm. I don't know. I feel like because their relationship was... I don't know. I feel like their relationship was pure. Like, I wanted... It was. ...that to happen. But, yeah, to think about it in that sense, it... I don't know. Because, like... You don't... Like... Strong male friendship is important, you know? Just like strong female friendships are important. And he just, uh... Yeah, but I guess since they both can live forever it's like yeah but i guess they're not going it's it's just i am i guess i have a lot of problems with endgame in general (laughs) and i don't really want to talk about the time travel thing because i think it's ridiculous (laughs) but i don't know i just steve is just so interesting in Mm. when it comes to uh masculinity because i do think like these superpowers that they get like enhance their characteristics before so like tony is like uh he's like a leader and he's confident and so like when it comes to how his powers enhance him he's like controlling Mm -hmm. and he's like he has a little bit of like a like he starves like he, he longs for power and like he wants like he's good he has good intentions with that power Mm -hmm. um I mean, there's, like, a little bit of a shift in Civil War, but I do think, like, in general, like, in these movies, these characters get powers, and it enhances a lot of their characteristics to make them, like, more, um... Because it's not always... It doesn't, like, enhance in a good way, always. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them do. Like, Steve becomes, like, more noble, but, like, almost noble to a fault. Tony, I do think, because you, like, is interesting that 
in a way, he lifts up everyone around him, specifically the males. Well, only the males. Mm-hmm. In the sense that he makes all their toys and, like, all their costumes. I guess they're not really called costumes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he enhances yeah. all of the, He finds ways to enhance all their abilities. But does he do that for Wanda? Does he do that for Nat? Like... I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure. You know, that's never like a thing. But you always see him like making the n- latest and greatest for uh, Peter. That's a little paternal, but like, um, you know, he's always like making them new like gadgets and gear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But does he? I don't know if he ever actually does it for like any of the any of the ladies. Yeah, that is weird. I know. Who knows? Because Tony basically locked Wanda in the camp or whatever you want. Yeah, in the compound. That just doesn't... He didn't want to enhance her powers at all. Yeah. Like, he thought of her as, like, being dangerous, but she was just so powerful that they didn't even know what to do with her. Like... Yeah. When you have They treated her like a monster. And so, yeah, when you have a super powerful woman, she's a monster. Mm. (laughs) And she's crazy. Yeah. And no one knows what to do with her. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a problem. Yeah. But I think with WandaVision, they kind of... I mean, I hope people realize that she's not a monster. But No, yeah. I mean, the fans. The fans know. They should the know fans. if they don't know the by real now. Fans then, they're, know. Then, they're pro- then they're a problem. And... Marvel fans are problematic, and we can talk about that later. But you wanted to talk about Spider-Man, so we should talk about Spider-Man. Yeah. No, I just think... What do you want to talk about? In Tom Holland in general, great Uh Spider-Man. Yeah. But his character... I guess Spider-Man has always kind of been, not the weak link, but in when he's Peter Parker, he's kind of like the nerdy, sciencey Mm -hmm. guy... He's, like, a cross between, like, Bruce and Tony. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess when he is Spider-Man, he's still kind of naive, I guess. Well, he's so, young. He's, like, the little yeah. one. And he is, and he's always, he's always young, because he's a high school student. Yeah. Do, you, do we think that Tony is a bad influence on Spider-Man? Um... I think, like, I think young Tony is, like, mm-hmm. like Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, but I think, like, post-Pepper, he's he's better. Mm-hmm. I think he's not, like, I think it's, like, not toxic masculinity that he gets to. I think it's just, like, like, narcissism that he mm-hmm. gets to, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is, like... Um, also not great. Uh, but I don't know if Peter, like, saw it that way. I think since he never, well, in the Marvel Spider-Man, they never go into Uncle Ben. hmm So, like, if you didn't know that much about the Spider-Man backstory, you would think that, like, Tony is, like, his only father figure. But he has, he had one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a good question, though. Because Tony, Tony can suck. Mm-hmm. He can really suck. And a lot of Tony and Captain Marvel have the same characteristics. 
but one of them is glorified and one of them people have like absolutely berated mm-hmm. the you know I like I said the fans like the fans have absolutely swung and missed on that one like that's some sexism right there but the toxic yeah. masculinity aspect is that all of them came to Chris Pratt's defense not all of them a lot of them came to Chris Pratt's defense when he wasn't the hottest Chris in, Chris in Hollywood or something like that and no one spoke like like to advocate for Brie Larson and yeah. that's where the toxic masculinity like comes into play a little bit like when the man is threatened it's like we must lift him up but when the woman is threatened it's like she can handle it like she's a yeah. strong woman she can do it all on her own and mm-hmm. you know what she could but it's like you have to li- like you have to lift them up you know mm-hmm. you have to you have to lift women up because you have to show that that's what you should do true because like talking about this with a friend literally today that like gender roles aren't about women doing what a man can do it's also about men doing what women can do so it's Mm. like you know a man can take their wife's last name a man can be a nurse which is more of a traditionally female dominated industry a man Mm. like can cry just like a woman, a woman can, you know, be an engineer. A woman can be a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm. That's. We were just, yeah, you know, just no. gender roles. We were just talking about that. And that made yeah. me, you know. I was just kind of thinking about Brie Larson and def- Chris Pratt and that whole thing. Yeah. I was definitely someone who, after watching Captain Marvel for the first time, I was like, I don't think I liked it. And then, mm-hmm. like, a lot of my guy friends were like, yeah, it sucked. And then I was like, yeah. I was like, I guess it did. But then I watched it again with my female friends. And I was like, wait. Okay, mm-hmm. this is good. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. Like, yeah, that it flip. also came out at a bad time. Like, they ca- they came out with Captain Marvel, like, I don't even, it was like, I don't know if it was a month or two months Right before Endgame. Mm-hmm. So no one cared. Yeah. And they also just, just like, to, like, have her story in there. So, you know, when she yes, came. So for... that, exactly. She was just, like, a last-minute addition. It, it almost seemed like. I'm sure she wasn't, and that wasn't the intention, but mm-hmm. that's what it kind of seemed like. And, like, it's just ridiculous. And honestly, when I, I, when I saw the first Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot, I hated it, and I was upset. Because I was ready to go into that movie theater, absolutely love it, and walk out feeling like I could punch a wall. And I didn't feel that way because I I didn't like it. I thought that it was, like, not – I didn't think it was feminism at all. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Captain Marvel, and I actually felt the complete opposite. I walked out of there, and I was like, I'm going to kick a man's ass. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I don't know who's, but I'm going to do it. Um, And it wasn't – because I think it was super – I didn't necessarily – like, I enjoyed it, so that's mm-hmm. all that really mattered to me. And I didn't need feel the need to, like, pick apart, like, the cinematic aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, f- like, for the first time felt like I saw, like, a, a female badass, like, as the main character mm-hmm. in a superhero film. Black Panther, phenomenal. 
not a lot of, like, not really any talks of masculinity going on there. And the female characters in that movie are fantastic. And they all Mm -hmm. lift him up. He's surrounded by strong women. Mm -hmm. But they're still not the main character. Mm. But he's also, he shows, like, almost no toxic masculinity because I think he's just, like, surrounded by these women. Yeah. But, yeah, so I actually, like, when I came out of, when I came out of Captain Marvel, I was like, power is surging through me, and I am a female, and I am a strong woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, people who hate on Captain Marvel, I'm like, you're just, um, you are sexist. (laughs) And I can't, I don't think it's like, what? What? Go for it. (laughs) No. No, I would say, like, they really did write her the same way as Tony Stark. Yes, because she is masculine. So you, like, in the traditional sense, like, remember when we listed those things earlier? She is powerful. She is intimidating. She's not, like, sm- she's not like smiling everywhere she goes, mm-hmm. which is great. Fine. She's strong. She, like... She's stoic. She's quick-witted. She's so, so... Exactly. She's, like, all these things that we described in the... Ma- so, like, what, like masculinity is only okay in a man is what you're Mm. telling me so you like those qualities but not when you see the roles reverse then you don't like it that's interesting Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but then that's Mm. a problem because does that mean that you don't like a man who like you're not gonna like a man who is typically like we could list feminine qualities like um uh like beautiful like thin uh not too tall not too short um like laughs at all your jokes what else like like like, what are these like mother figure motherly yeah so then if you were to see that in a man are you gonna tell me that you don't like that in a man which just Mm -hmm. means once again that like this is just like internalized sexism that you need to and honestly like it's, like, internalized homophobia as well. Mm. Because, like, because we would be lying if we weren't just, weren't going to, like, to say that, like, uh, people, like, really want uh, Captain Marvel to be, like, in the LGBTQIA plus community because she has these masculine qualities. And people really want that because they don't see that represented in Marvel because... God forbid these roles were switched. Mm. Like, like, cause in the comics, like we could talk about that. Like star Lord is bisexual, but mm. if we were to, if they were to do that in Marvel, like the toxic masculinity, like they would be like, this isn't masculine. Like he is not a man, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just like interesting that like once these roles start to be switched, like, it's sexist, it could be homophobic in a sense, like, mm-hmm. it's just, and it's toxic. It's like and if in, you see uh, it portrayed on the screen, then you're going to portray it in your real life. Mm. It's like in Ragnarok, when they introduce um, Tessa Thompson's character. She yes, also that's another has one. very masculine traits. Mm-hmm. And they want her to be part of the LGBTQ community yeah. as well. And And I wonder if we'll do that because they're women. And Mm. that's, like, more, like, it's, like, more of a thing to make women in media 
lesbians than it is to make these strong, powerful men gay. Mm. Like, you will never see, like, a gay Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you could. I don't know. But you, yeah. you'll never, like, you won't ever the see, multiverse. like, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but honestly, uh, the Spider-Man, uh, the, the, the animated one, the phenomenal one, help me. Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse? Into the Spider-Verse, yes, is great. And that's, like, I think a completely separate entity that we don't even need to, like, that I could totally see a gay Spider-Man. <laughs> but, like, you won't ever see, like, <laughs> like, a, a gay Hawkeye. <laughs> Wait, and Hawkeye, so interesting. We can let's we can go back to toxic masculinity. Okay. When his family dies, he turns into a, an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> like it's that horrible. was like the logical next step. <laughs> they were like, They're no, like, let's we- not let's not send him to therapy and like get him to like grieve normally. Let's make him kill everyone. Because <laughs> that is how men deal oh, with their grief. They gosh. murder. <laughs> and that's all we need for time <laughs> yeah like that oh is wild gosh. that is great i i haven't even thought about that yeah wow <laughs> oh that's so and like thor when yes. he becomes like yes. sad and fat yes and mm-hmm. I'm doing quotes. You're doing air quotes. I'm, I'm doing I can, air quotes. I attest to that. She's doing air quotes. <laughs> um, like, they think they're, yeah. Like, yeah, his, when his masculinity in that is shattered because is shattered. she can't defeat. And same with Bruce. Um, the two of them, their masculinity is absolutely shattered because they can't single-handedly defeat Thanos. When there's, you know, like, they're, you know, they're always, like, we're a team, the Avengers, and then, like, you know, in their mind, they actually, like, they want to do it themselves. Mm. But here we have Nat back at the Avenger compound every mm-hmm. day. Yep. Doing Busting her, her ass. And then she sacrifices herself. I know. Spoiler alert. Which is sad to think because it should have, it shouldn't have been her. Don't mm-hmm. even get me started. It's like I'm so interested to see what they do with and her. her brother. I mean, I would have been fine with that, but I do think that it could have just been. It could have just been Quinn. Yeah, we don't need. It would have been sad. It would have been sadder. Honestly, it would have been sadder because mm-hmm. of the fa- like the whole family aspect, like him sacrificing himself to get his entire family back, and yeah. instead, they, it was just very out of character, and I didn't like it. Yeah, and it's just... It wasn't out of character, it was just, like, incorrect. Yeah, it's just, like, of course, like, Marvel has to kill off one of the top, like, the three women that they have. Yeah, I actually went through and listed all the Marvel women I could think of. Okay. Okay. Wanda, Mm -hmm. Peggy, Jane, which I'm super interested to see what's going to happen there, because she Mm -hmm. is, you know, smart... And mm-hmm. but like and she is a strong one, but they decided just like to not build her character like whatsoever. And uh, yeah. arguably, Thor one and two are the two of the weakest films in the Marvel franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darcy, icon, mm-hmm. Nat, Sharon, who I hope to God she is a villain. In like more, like I want her to be a villain so badly. She deserves mm-hmm. it. She deserves to just wreak havoc on everyone. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Nebula, mm-hmm. Gamora, 
Valkyrie and someone who they have absolutely done dirty this entire franchise. Um, Maria Hill. Mm, yeah. Is it Maria or Miranda? It might be Miranda it's Hill. Maria. Honestly, that's like, no, it's yeah. Maria. Like, the fact that I couldn't even, like, <laughs> I wasn't for sure. Like, this poor woman has been busting her ass for S.H.I.E.L.D. And just, like, following around Nick Fury. Can we please, can we please give this girl, like, a little bit more love? <laughs> like, you'd think, she's like, when in, like, Phil died that they movie. would, like, bump her up. And, no, and she's in almost, we know nothing about her. Nothing mm-hmm. about her. Is she in the the series? The S.H.I.E.L.D. series? Um, I don't. I, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? If she Let's was, look. she might have been, like, once or twice. Like, a little bit of a, a guest star. I, that's so true. <laughs> I mean, her character bothers me. And I think it's because... They've done such a bad job with her. Yeah. They just, she's, they just she's have, always there. She is and literally always there. She has seven lines, but she ends up killing half the people. But yeah, no like one... she's an absolute badass, but no one yeah. talks about her. Yeah, no, they That's have done so her true. absolutely so dirty, and I'm sad for her. Mm-hmm. And if I were Colby, I would like negotiate in my contract that like I would like more lines. I would like to have a backstory. I would watch a show about her backstory. Like, she's probably some, like, super cool secret agent spy. Yeah. Like, CIA. Her uh, and Sharon NCIS, CSI. Their... <laughs> yes. Her and Sharon yes. should have a, their own show. Correct. I would watch it. I'm hoping that, like, with these TV shows, we can build up some more female characters. Yeah. Well, She-Hulk. Yeah. I know. And then Love and Thunder, isn't it supposed to be Natalie mm. Portman's, like, shining moment yeah. in the series? And I it's Taika, so it Marvel better be good. I have also been really mean to her in the Thor yes. films. So. Yeah, well, it's because they did a bad job writing her character. That's not on her. Oh, yeah, it's not, like, it's just so a shame because the Marvel writers write some of these female characters very poorly, and then the, um, the fans are these fans that are being absolute trolls are unintelligent. So they take it out on the actors who did not write the script. Mm. That is, like, that's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Natalie Portman didn't write the script to Thor, what is this, uh, Dark Dark of the World, whatever it is, like, which is awful. Like, she didn't write the script to that. Leave her alone. (laughs) She She got paid so much money to be in it, I'm sure. So... Leave the woman alone, okay? And if you want to be upset about her character, I think you should look up who wrote the script, and you should complain to them. But you know mm-hmm. what? It's probably a man. True. God should forbid. we look real quick? Do it. Because we should tweet at them. Okay. Send this to them. Thor. Writers. Don't do We have Thor. Christopher, Christopher, Stephen, Don, Robert, Male. Larry, Male. Jack, Male. and Walter. Male. Male. Look at that. Males. <laughs> All males. No wonder. Garbage. All men. You know what I'm so... I only have one more thing written on my sheet. Okay. And that is the relationship between Nat and Bruce. Mm. Which is ridiculous. But everybody always talks about it through the perspective of why it's ridiculous for Nat. But I also would like to talk about why it's ridiculous for Bruce. Okay? Okay. 
it just came out, you know, we all know for both sides, it came out of absolutely nowhere. But I almost wonder if the writers did it because he, like, needed to have, like, some sort of romantic relationship to make him, like, more masculine. Um, Like, he um. needed to have a woman to, like, chase, you know, Mm. that... I wonder if it's in the comics. I don't know. It literally came out of nowhere. And if it was in the comics, they should have been working on it, like, before. Let's look. Because it look It was, like... It is awful. Well, what they do is they make Nat... In every movie, you think she's going to be in a relationship with a different character. And honestly, I... If they really wanted her to be in a relationship with someone, I do think her and Steve make the most sense. And I think Mm -hmm. they had a good relationship in The Winter Soldier. And... I think that... Yeah, when they kiss that the makes, Soldier. I, but I just think even their friendship makes more sense between the two of them. But I don't even think... I don't want Nat to be with anyone. I know. Like, I, so I didn't, I didn't need that from that angle. But also, like, I don't know why the writers felt that, like, Bruce and Nat, like, had to have a pair. Because yeah. they're strong on their own. It's because the and sun's if anything, getting Bruce, real low. <sighs> shut up. Um, like, they do have, like, those post-credit scenes where Bruce is in therapy, Uh but it is Tony. But, like, Bruce needs, like, real help. He doesn't need to, like, be in a relationship. Yeah. This is true. Okay. That's not how you, like, seek help. You don't push your your trauma and grief onto others. You go to help. You go to therapy. Which is fine. And that is one of the, like, the best things the Winter Soldier has done is they put Bucky in therapy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, which they kind of, like, did a little bit of with Bruce, but it was never, like, real. Yeah. Okay, but, it says, All right. however, in the comics, Romanoff had a romantic entanglement with Barton. Well, that's interesting because that they are always flirtatious. I honestly think it would have made more sense for um, Clint and Natasha to have an affair than it would be for Bruce <laughs> and for Natasha to become, in, like to be in some sort of they're like in a flirtationship mm-hmm. and it didn't make any sense i literally i think it would have made more sense for nat and and clint to have an affair but yeah. that would have been like ridiculous <laughs> i mean it would have been fun it would have been drama no i think it would have made the death scene more yes like emotional because yes. when she died i was like dang that sucks i was like i wasn't like that mm-hmm. sad about it no, I was just, like, upset that we didn't get to see more of her character because despite being in at least ten of the movies, yeah, she, we still, like, didn't know enough about her. Yeah. And I feel like And they, now we're going to know about her post-death. Weird. Yeah. I know. They, like, showed... And, I mean, they don't have a whole lot of time to do this, but they also didn't really grow Clint and Natasha's relationship. Like, they would have, no, like, they a lot used... of subtleties, but, like... It wasn't... And they use the same tropes, like, over and over again with the yeah. two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I was all around unimpressed with how they handled Natasha's character. I love... I, like, nothing. Like, I really like Black Widow, and I think she's awesome, and I think she is a strong, powerful woman, but I don't think that they... I think they did her a little dirty because they had to focus on the men, the strong men. Mm-hmm. The it's big, strong, the strong men. Women. Yeah. And, like, obviously, 
Thor has a lot of toxic masculinity, but I also think a lot of it's kind of like a joke. (laughs) And that is almost like a good use of toxic masculinity when you can like obviously see that it's funny. Like in Ragnarok, they did a lot of that in Ragnarok. Yes, but I don't think that like him after Endgame spiraling because he couldn't single-handedly take out Thanos and then like not getting like help that he actually needs like that is not that is toxic masculinity and like not commentary on it that was like just showing it and how but in a subtle way and not making people realize that it's toxic masculinity and it's not okay Mm. I'm looking very forward to the Loki show yeah that will be interesting love him his masculinity is different I feel like yeah but I think he exhibits a lot of traits that are not typically masculine like he gets a lot of his like he doesn't use strength he uses like his brain Mm -hmm. do you think it was not saying that men can't be smart but like (laughs) but always Thor was always stronger yeah do you think it's so he had to outwit him they like really showcased Loki and his mother's relationship. Yes. So do you think so he that has like had a big part of yes, it? Yes, most definitely. Like he drew his like his behavior from his mother and Thor drew it from his father and his father is problematic and his his mother was not. And yeah. And also but we did say earlier that like when we talk about like, typical male traits. Witty is one of them. But in film and television, like, something like Marvel, the women are the smart ones, and the men are the, like, the women's are the brains and the men are the brawn. Like, um, Natalie Portman, Jane is smart, Thor is strong, Darcy mm-hmm. is smart, uh, you know, like, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Matt is always, you know, in Endgame, she's the one that's doing all those, like, logistics and stuff. And, like, Gamora, she is strong, but she's also, like, clearly the smarter of the duo. Or mm-hmm. all of, out of all of them. <laughs> like, she is the smart one. Like, the brains. So I think, like, Loki has that as well. So he definitely is more, has more stereotypically feminine traits. But people mm-hmm. love him. Mm-hmm. But he's also the villain. Mm. Well, he starts as the villain. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? It is interesting. I mean, he is still a villain, but, like, just a loved villain. Yeah. Whereas, like... I guess. You know. Yeah. This is funny. I was doing research on what I, we were going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I went on YouTube to see if there were, like, any videos about masculinity in Marvel. And mm-hmm. I searched toxic masculinity in Marvel. And I clicked on the first video. And it was a fan edit to Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> That's so it wasn't helpful at all. But it was good. It was a bop. But it was not helpful. And it's like all of the women characters yes. taking down all the men with their legs. Yes, that's, exa- that's exactly what it was. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's what it was. Uh. I watched it, though. (laughs) Yeah, I still watched it. And even, like, the Marvel posters, there's, like, always, like, 15 men on it, and then, like, in the corner, it's, like, three women. (laughs) 
<laughs> All in a little bunch. Yeah, like just put them together. Yeah. I will say yeah, in Endgame, in Endgame, when they all had their little moment. Yeah. So people always like complain about that though, because mm-hmm. they're like it happens, um, in, uh, Infinity War in Wakanda, but it's only like two or three of them, and mm-hmm. they don't know each other. And then when they like all get together, in Endgame, I love it so much more. Like even if it was like forced mm-hmm. i still thought it was great and i had yeah. no problems with it because you know what they do that with the men all the time they all like come together at the same time so what they mm-hmm. do it once with women and people are like i guess they do it twice with women and people are like too much yeah. too much like, you're really taking this thing too far it happens all the time like they always have like that circle dolly yes. of, like going in a circle of like all of the men them playing. like like swinging all their weapons around yes that's uh-huh. exactly the shot they love that but yeah. you know you add in you do it twice with women and it's like absolutely like, wild <gasps> that doesn't happen it's jarring life. it's jarring yeah <laughs> not correct oh man yeah. that's so, so there's, true like, Honestly, you could do a whole nother podcast about sexism in Marvel. Let me know if you mm-hmm. want to do it. Okay. It would be another day. Another day, sexism in Marvel. Because it's completely different. Like, you could talk about, like, Sharon and Nat and Wanda for so long. Mm-hmm. So long. So um, long. And Captain, yeah, Captain Marvel for sure. And we didn't even talk about, like, Guardians of the Galaxy at all. And that's pretty bad. And that, like, I can't believe we didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> I know. I cannot. I, like, Peter Quill. Absolutely floored. <laughs> is one of it's, a kind. When he, mm, I hate it. <laughs> I, I get, like, because now I love Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Like, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I think the second one is trash. And anyone who disagrees, you're wrong. But I do think that the first one I love, and it's funny, and it, like, it hits all the boxes. I don't remember where I was going with this sentence. Oh, but, like, now, when I think about Peter Quill, I think about that moment in Infinity War, and I get immediately upset. <laughs> immediately. Like, then. But also, like, him worrying about more, him worrying more about a girl is that then, like, the team of men, Mm. like, the girl that he cares for. Yeah. Like, so much. Is that, now I'm rethinking, wow. (laughs) Like, is that, I don't, I now I don't know. Or is Mm. it toxic for him to be like, oh my god, Lily. (laughs) I'm having a a crisis right now. (laughs) Him, like, standing up for the woman that he loves in front of all these men that he's supposed to be saving the world with and absolutely ruining earth for like the universe not even earth mm-hmm. and then you know that leads to half the of blip. the universe population yeah being dusted now i can't oh my god <laughs> i can't believe this yeah that i yeah i have i guess i haven't thought about I was always just like, he's selfish, he I sucks. hate him. Yeah. But, but now... it was he? I mean, it was selfish because, like, obviously he wasn't thinking about, like, everyone in that moment. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
when you hear that like the person that like the the woman that you love was sacrificed mm. huh. lots to think about <laughs> huh. sleep on this one tonight weird oh my god i'm gonna ask around Okay. Because everyone, because whenever you talk about it, everyone's like, I hate him. He sucks yeah. because of that moment. But now I'm looking at it as like, uh, but also is it toxic to be like her knight in shining armor that she doesn't need, mm. that she never needed? Yeah. And I feel like he knows that though. Yeah. Like he in that moment, like, obviously, he's not looking to, like, save her, like, go to her rescue. It's more like a revenge thing. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not as mad anymore. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. That's nice for me, actually. That's, like, now I'm not as mad. Okay. Why do you hate the second Whenever, one so much? I just think it's not, not that good. Mm. I also think Ego is just like a weird, weird villain. I cried when What's-His-Face died, and they had the little funeral. Group? No. The blue <laughs> that guy. That was the first one. Oh, yeah. I cry every time. It's me. so sad. It's because when he goes At the down end, and when he's, he's like, like, I'm Mary Poppins. Look, yeah. <laughs> Yondu. Yondu. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then Peter is like, yeah, she's awesome. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sorry, what, what were you going to say? Oh, I don't know. What was I talking about? Mm. I don't remember now. Well... Hopefully it doesn't just, like, come to me suddenly, because we'll have to do this all again. <laughs> oh, when I'm at work, <laughs> this is just reminded <laughs> that. Anytime, well, I've been doing two things recently to mm-hmm. combat toxic masculinity. Anytime, like, a man at work, like, hands me something, or, mm-hmm. like, just, like, holds the door, I'll be like, oh my god, my knight in shining armor. And they think it's funny. It's not, like, obnoxious. I'm not just being, like, it is it is funny. No one's, like, upset by it. Because it's, like, such a simple task. And I'm, like, so, I act, like, I'm, like, so grateful. And, like, what, literally, what would I do without them? But I do ask them to do it. Like, I will ask them, like, hey, can you hand yeah. me that? And then my other thing is, like, whenever, like, a man at work, like, is annoyed at something and then, like, goes and does it and they're like, oh, that was so annoying. I'll be like, nevertheless, he persisted. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Like, really taking our own thing and, like, really pushing it on them. (laughs) Like, even, like, if they're like, oh, like, I left my water in the back and then they go and they get their water and they bring it back, I'll be like, "Mm." nevertheless, he persisted. (laughs) And I think it's so funny, like, every time. Uh, that's funny yeah do you have any other like uh you have anything else you want to talk about um, did we miss any of the movies we did we were gonna talk about ted lasso do we want to still talk oh i feel like ted lasso could be like its whole other episode. i don't know how we're gonna like loop i mean i did talk about ted lasso earlier if you yeah. want to show uh, this is what i'm gonna say to the to the listeners if you want to show 
that addresses toxic masculinity in a phenomenal way, Ted Lasso is the show for you. Because it, it's not like it shows what toxic masculinity can look like and how it affects the people around you and how we can combat that. Because, mm-hmm. like, being masculine is not the problem. If you are a strong man who, you know, is in a leadership position and, like, you like to work out, I don't know, like, that's okay. It's, like, mm-hmm. how you use those that skill set that mm-hmm. makes it right or wrong. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't want anyone to think that, any man to think that, like, it's not okay to, like, to have confidence, like... Confidence is great, but it's, like, when you use your confidence to put down others, specifically females, that's when it becomes toxic, and that's when you make that switch, you know, so that's what's important. It's important to be self-aware and to be perceptive of how your actions affect other people, and so if you're interested in that, you should watch Ted Lasso. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, and it's one of the most uplifting like Mm -hmm. after every episode the credits would roll the screen would be black and I would be staring back at my smiling reflection (laughs) I would I would just be like the show is great I want to watch it again (laughs) except there was one episode where it ended really sad but yeah but it was fine because it's all on Apple TV so you can just like start the next one right away (laughs) so it's okay it's fine yeah uh, yeah, so, I mean, because I do think, like, that, that's what I'm saying, like, that we were talking about, is it better to not show it, or is it better to show it, or is it better to, like, show it and address? It's definitely, I think it's best, I mean, Shit's Creek is its own entity, and, like, I think comparing anything to it is unfair, mm-hmm. but if we wanted to, like, something like Marvel that has toxic masculinity and doesn't usually address it, it's like they have subtle mascu- toxic masculinity. Or you have a show like Ted Lasso that you see it and you know it and they talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the difference is. I wonder what the demographics of Ted Lasso. I wonder if more men watch it or more women watch it. I would definitely think more women watch it just because it start. I mean, more men watch it just because it started out as that like little ESPN thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That'd be interesting. I'm trying to think of like there's any other shows that like really address toxic masculinity head on and like I don't think I could think of any. We like briefly were like we could talk about the toxic masculinity and euphoria, but you haven't seen it, so I haven't watched all that. I can't. I know. It's like raging with toxic masculinity. I can't yeah. and like that one that's extreme. Mm-hmm. Another form. Like like you like, I've seen the first episode, and, like, you know that the men in the show are toxic and that you should not act like them. So, like, that's just a whole nother category yeah. of toxic masculinity in media. I know. I can't mm. remember if this happens in the first episode. It's either the first or second episode, but it's McKay, who's, like, Nate's friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that one. And Nate is just the definition of toxic masculinity he's horrible and like mckay kind of has a girlfriend but like he just wants to like impress his friends essentially and so Mm -hmm. it's just like horrible like what happens later and it's just uh mm. yeah that could be a whole another conversation but yeah you should find someone who 
um, has watched all of it to talk about this with you. Yeah. Because I have not, and I can't. That's the thing, though. Like, I know it's, like, so, like, does toxic masculinity to the extreme that, like, I can't even watch it. So, is that bad? Like, that they've completely, like, knocked out a whole demographic of people who will not watch it. Is it because of the kissing booth, or? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just think, like, he's so awful that, like, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. He stresses me out. I'm interested to see where they take season two because the way they ended season one, I'm still confused about his character, but okay. oh well. Well, I trust we'll you. See. I trust you. If season two changes, I'll let you know. Let me know, but I don't even, I might just watch season two. You might have to just like catch me up, but yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. Like when someone is that toxic, I feel like usually they just like end up in prison. He should doing be something in prison. So dumb. Since exactly. You seen that, it, but he should. Be. I'm sure he has. He does things that would uh, make him eligible oh for prison. <laughs> Kimmy, there was this one episode I could barely get through. It was yeah. horrible. He's horrible. Traumatic. Oh my gosh, I hate yeah. him so much. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> well, this was fantastic, and I hope people this listen to us talk about things. Me too. This Important is good. Topics. I hope this pops off. Maybe I'll post some TikTok clips of it. Okay. You should do that. If um, you want to talk about another topic in Marvel, just let me know. Amazing. I will. I'm ready. Anytime. Well, not anytime. As we saw, this took us a little bit to, to do. But <laughs> I enjoyed it, so I'm not avoiding you. I'm yeah, just, same. I'm just busy. But this was great. And yeah, um, to the to fans her. that listened, um, <laughs> if uh, like and subscribe, uh, comment below. <laughs> um, if you um, have anything else to say, let us know. Specifically, specifically about toxic masculinity in uh, Guardians, because I know there's got to be like so much, but I didn't even like think to rewatch it before this. I should have yeah. because that one's probably bubbling with toxic masculinity yeah i watched them a little bit ago and i just thought of one (gasps) go for it when drax calls ronin because he's gonna take him on all by himself Mm -hmm. but drax is also very driven by like revenge and like Mm -hmm. things like that he's just a little another character where his family his family was gone and what mm-hmm. does he do he wants to kill he starts he wants to murder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting but i love drax <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> not liking drax is a character flaw true yeah. well i hope okay. i hope people listen to maria hill is my new favorite character yeah honestly justice <laughs> justice for maria wait you can't show clips of this because i'm talking about toxic masculinity with justin timberlake in the back <laughs> nobody look at this hashtag free britney (laughs) literally yes yes Uh, that could be so you can show clips that my head is um, okay blocking this yeah (laughs) thanks for having me it's been real it's been fun it's been it's been real real fun. fun i've enjoyed this conversation me too i could have it for another hour but me too it would take me forever to edit yeah, I don't want you to do that. Well, Kimmy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for this having me. It was a wonderful me. conversation. Yes. And 
stay tuned because we're gonna once everyone comments on the toxic masculinity and other mm-hmm. topics we'll have a whole new episode heck yeah this the could fans. be a series this should be a series. heck yeah new series let me know i'm down i'll Amazing. keep my airpods charged on literally just for you <laughs> i'm so honored yeah you should be thanks lil <laughs> come home right. soon okay <laughs> bye right.